Hey, 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 this is Shani with Shifting Mindsets with Shani Podcast, and we are at season three. My goodness, it's been a long journey. I've been doing this podcast since October 2020. Um, what inspired me to do it was just that, you know, the pandemic and wanting to get online and, and just help other people out. But I'm excited about season three, y'all, because it's the, the theme is all about Jesus changed me. Now, the intention for this podcast is to focus in on encouraging myself and, and others to maintain faith without compromise. There are so many different things in this world that stretching everybody left and right. And I just want to be part of the kingdom that's showing up to support the body of Christ. Um, so I'm going to have different guests on from week to week. And without further ado, we have my guest today, Jennifer Cox, y'all. Let me tell you a little bit about her. So Jennifer is on the board at Kindred Youth Foundation, um, and she has a bachelor's degree in communication from the University of Illinois at Springfield. She's a native of Springfield, Illinois, along with me. Um, she is currently working towards a graduate degree. She has one son um, who is affectionately called Mir Mir. Am I saying it right? All right. She has over five years experience working with children in the Springfield Public School District 186, and she currently resides in Atlanta, Georgia, and works at the, at the um, in the Deep Call County School District as a teacher. Yes. All right. Thank God for teachers. We, we need y'all. We honestly do. Yes. So, yeah. Well, thank yeah. you so much for that wonderful introduction. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Yes, I'm glad to have you. And I'm thankful that you, you know, request, I mean, responded to my request for you to be on the podcast. You are my first, first, first interview ever um, as an interviewee, um, as an interviewer, because I... Mm -hmm. um, decided to reach out to you to do this because you and I have been building a friendship so far and it's been pleasurable and there's a lot of different things that I've noticed on the inside of you but I think that us being sisters in Christ was something that really led us together and I'm just like oh this is so awesome I want people to be able to see the flourishing of you know our friendship throughout the time, but also just be able to understand who you are and being able to hear your testimony so that way other people will be inspired. Yes. Well, awesome. Yes. Yes. So tell me a little bit about why um, this specific scripture is your favorite. Um, it's Luke 137 for nothing will be impossible with God. All right. So that's my favorite scripture just because first I'm a dreamer. <laughs> and so I've always had big dreams from a little girl. I, you know, I wanted to get out of Springfield. I wanted to be the first in my family to do a lot of different things that um, I had never seen, um, like anywhere from getting my doctorate. So that's one of my goals, still working towards that. Um, I thank God that he's allowed me. I, I have relocated so that um, and other things like just uh, generating generational wealth. So I just always have big dreams. And that scripture will remind me that it's possible with God. Um, and then more into my testimony. Um, just I have been through a lot of traumatic events in my life. And I know on your podcast, you keep it real. So I'm going to keep it real because I want to help somebody I have been through sexual abuse. So just that scripture would always remind me with God, it's possible to heal. And 
I, it took years of just, I feel like it was a process to heal from that, but I can say without a doubt, I believe God did heal me and I was able to forgive that person and I was able to move on, you know, and not just be bound by the hurt and the pain that, that comes with that. So uh, that's why that's my favorite scripture. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. I, I love that. You know, when things happen in life at a young uh-huh. age, actually any age, mm-hmm. you start to question life in it, in itself. So yeah. the fact that you say, you know, God healed me, I was able to step into forgiveness and I'm here yeah. now. Yeah. Like there's, there's no way that I cannot lean in on the understanding of all things are possible. It may just be impossible yeah. for me to do, but it's, yeah. it's possible with God. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. 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 And then even stepping in on, you know, my next thing is like you said, you found a way to forgive. Mm -hmm. What did that mean for you to forgive a person that violated you? Uh, I felt like I I was so young um, that I just kind of had good role models. I had good, uh, my mother, I can contribute to helping me and teaching me about forgiveness. And um, so I just kind of modeled what, what I guess I saw my positive role models doing. You know, I didn't hold a grudge. Um, I was able to go to God and just have him renew me, renew my heart. And then I was able to, uh, you know, treat people how we want to be treated. Um, it, You know, I have my days where, you know, Maybe I didn't, you know, want to talk to them, but learning that at the end of the day, you can forgive and still love maybe from afar. And so it was just a process and things like that. But again, it was a process. But I feel like you forgiving a person when you no longer um, have any ill feelings are towards them. You know, you, you want the best for them and you can go on. You know, I heard that. Uh, saying that forgiveness, unforgiveness really hurts you. And so when I start to learn more about that, it's like, no, I'm not going to let this make me bitter. I'm not going to let this block my blessings because that's what unforgiveness does. And so once I learned more of those things, I was able to just forgive and there's really freedom and forgiveness. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. I love that. And I think that so many people have a hard time with forgiving because they're thinking that the other person is going to benefit from it. Not realizing that forgiveness is all for you. It's to set you free to allow you to, um, you know, not only just evaluate the situation at hand, but to escalate, you know, like really go above and beyond and grow from that experience. Because when experiences like that happen, honestly, it starts to beat you down. And when it's beating you down, that means that there's a a devaluing of life. You know, you're no longer the person that you were before. Now you have to go and create a whole new foundation. But oftentimes people create a foundation based off of that trauma they endured. Mm -hmm. So if you remove the trauma and you build a foundation, life will look different for you. And you leaned on God for that. And I love that. So what was your foundation of like being introduced to God? Like, what did that look like at an early age? So my foundation was, I was just, I really grew up in the church. Um, Just, you know, my family, every Sunday we were in church, uh, always had a church home. So I really thank God for that because that God was my anchor, you know, and I was, you know, I just would go to God and I would pray and I would read my Bible. And listen, I was one of those uh, 
the young girls, teenagers, I didn't mind. I would go to the altar every Sunday. <laughs> I was like, God, I need you. I need something from you. I know that you're the only person that can do it. So that, that's what it looked like for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So with mentioning that God is your anchor and you were able to go to the altar every single Sunday, that is amazing because you were allowing yourself to not focus in on what everybody around you was doing that was your age. You were saying, hey, I've seen this this proper behavior role modeled in my life from other adults and I desire that for myself. But Mm -hmm. also it's like God must have spoken to you. God must have put something on your heart. God put something on your mind. That, yeah. that catapulted that so then that way you wouldn't fall into anything else so it sounded like you were good at listening and being obedient yes I, I really I felt like I really tried to be I really uh although I was really young I felt like I really made some mature decisions like I, I decided to not let that determine my future I decided I didn't want to be a so-called you know statistic and you know sometimes people it turns down to be promiscuous I decided I wanted to go the other way and I already had the foundation I was already learning that you know your body is a temple you know and then I since my since you know the abuse really took advantage of me and my body, I, from there, decided, well, I'm going to cherish my body and I'm going to, you know, wait as long as I can, you know, um, before I, you know, have sexual relationships because I felt like they, that person didn't appreciate it, but I can take the stance that I'm going to just, you know, keep myself. Um, so I thank God for that because I know it was only for him that, you know, it didn't go the other way. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Oh man, my goodness. You know, for you to say, you know what, I'm going to take this situation that was meant for evil and turn it around for my, you know, yeah. yeah, and and then being able to really hearken into what God wanted you to do, you know, mm-hmm. being able to be obedient to the things that we're all called to do, which mm-hmm. is save ourselves for marriage. Yeah. And, you know, you know, even me growing up, I, I knew, hey, I want to save myself for marriage. I know that I did not get to that point um, mm-hmm. the way I desired to, but God mm-hmm. had put it on my heart to do that same thing. But I eventually allowed myself to be um, coerced into doing the activities because I kept hearing it. Mm-hmm. Now I was good in middle school, you know, hearing about, you know, my peers, sexual relations. And, and then mm-hmm. even, you know, the first year of high school, I was just like, y'all are yeah. ridiculous, but I, okay, I'll go ahead and hear you. But I think that when I, when I look back at that time, the reason why I was able to maintain it as long as I did was because I did have another friend mm-hmm. who was in the church and who did not play and was like, I'm going to remain pure. And I was just like, yeah. at least I have one other person I can, yeah. in. but I don't think it was peer pressure for me. I think it was a lot of other things in the background running that, that caused me to not save myself the way that God had intended yeah. me for mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can relate to you as well. Like I, um, like I said, I really wanted to save myself for marriage and I did for a long time. And then I really got to a point like in my early twenties, I'm like, okay, God, like this is taking too long. I don't know where my husband is. And now looking back at it, that was all wrong. 
I was like trying to put things in my own hands, like, okay, well, and you know, so to any young girl out there or who's saving herself, just don't get weary and well doing. Just keep keep on and and God hears you and it it will come to pass, you know. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, you know, one thing that I can say is that uh, many of us wait wrong. We wait yeah. incorrectly mm-hmm. and we're like, we'll be patient. We have yeah. to realize that our our sense of patience is mm-hmm. different. You know, typically in the area in which we're, we're saying I'm patient in is the weakest area. Mm-hmm. Um patience and when we murmur and complain and we say you know what um you know God's not hearing me or he's not doing this he's not doing that let me take matters into my own hands guess what there will be consequences that you have regarding that and I personally have had to deal with those consequences on many occasions but specifically you know not waiting around um to do things in the proper order you know, you really have to give yourself something else to focus in on, you know, think about yeah. school, think about hobbies that you have, think about that place that you want to travel to, you know, mm-hmm. you just also put yourself in environments to not be right. tempted to do yeah. something that you know that God has put on your heart not to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So when it comes to, um, like, um, your family traditions and things like that. Was there anything specific that you saw your family do that you participated in outside of just attending church? Yeah, my family traditions, they were really, really big on holidays and birthdays and celebrations, really big on just like food, bringing us all together. So we would always have like Christmas at grandma's and grandpa's. And, um, birthdays everyone would get together they're going out to eat but definitely holidays were really really big for my family yeah okay awesome awesome so what about um like when it came to learning the bible and things of that nature like building a relationship with god what did that look like in your family outside of the church um, outside of the church, that's a really good question. I feel like when I was younger, it was more so just really in the church, going to Bible study. Uh, every now and then, I feel like we might have read some scriptures, but my family was more on the go and building businesses. So unfortunately, I feel like that part we kind of missed collectively as a family, but we would always, you know, pray together um, and things like that. But I think learning the Bible um, was just that expectation. Like, that's why we take you to Bible study. And then so for me, I would just uh, read the Bible on my own time at, at, the, at, at my home and things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Okay. So as a mother... Um, what do you see yourself doing that was similar to maybe what you saw growing up um, with your parents or, um, you know, as far as like how you parents and introduce your sons to Christ? Um, so what are some things, similarities I want to contribute to my son that I saw growing up? Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely feel like having that um, 
just train them up in the way of the Lord. I know how important that is to have that solid foundation and having a church home. And so that is something that I do. And, you know, taking my son to church is very important. And but now I want to take it to the next level and also like dedicating specific time where we're actually reading the word and teaching them lessons. And I, by nature, and I just feel like it's God-given and a teacher. So I just love to teach like pretty much any topic and all things. So I, uh, I'm looking forward to that. He's still pretty young, but you know, we have our, you know, children's Bible and things like that, that we go over. So yeah, that's what I, I'm looking forward to doing that with my son. Awesome. Awesome. So is there any um, anything specific that you feel like you're currently working on when it comes to your relationship with God? Any areas that you feel like you're strong in and an area that you feel like you're still weak on that you're working on? Because I want to be so transparent to the point where, you know, when a person looks at me, they don't have to think that, oh, OK, well, I'm on my P's and Q's 24 seven when it mm-hmm. comes to my relationship with God. I want them to know that, hey, even though you may see us glorifying God publicly, there are still mm-hmm. things that we're working on regarding that and, and how much grace God gives us naturally, you know? Okay. Um, I feel like the area that I'm strong with in God is just really having faith. Just I feel like my faith is at like <laughs> the ultimate level. Like, of course there's more, but I feel like I've just been, you know, walking my faith, like, this whole year and really into last year, like I just made the biggest, probably one of the biggest leaps of faith ever by relocating and being really far away from home, not having a whole lot of family here and definitely not a lot that actually support me. So that was just me having faith. I was very strategic about it. I did pray about it and I asked God for permission. So because I, I know that I'm here, I want everything I want to do, I want to be intentional. Mm-hmm. So I asked God for permission and I said, Lord, make a way, you know, if you will have me to go. And he definitely made a way and I'm here. And so I know that I'm here on assignment. So mm-hmm. I feel like my faith, I'm really strong in that. Uh, some issues that I'm struggling, I, I would feel like maybe um, just discipline. Uh, as far as just um, being consistent, I feel like sometimes I'm very consistent with reading my word consistently and then I, <laughs> a couple weeks fall off. Um, but then I was like, OK, Jennifer, you've got to be consistent, like where God is taking you to. You have to show yourself, you know, approved and, and being consistent, you know, so, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, and why do you feel like the consistency is so important with God? Because I feel like somebody needs to hear that. <laughs> I, I feel like it's important because with God, it's it's a relationship, and He's consistent with us, and He, I believe, He wants the same back. You know, He He was consistent by keeping us. You know, keeping us in our right mind. He woke us up this morning, so I think. The least we could do is be consistent, you know, with our time, giving him his time, making sure we're putting him first, making sure that we're not creating any type of things, you know, not putting anything above him. I feel like when we are consistent, we're showing him like, God, I love you and I adore you so much. I am 
dedicating this time and I'm consistent. I've, I've done what you want me to do. And I feel like when you do that, then he can trust you with more. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, and it's one of those things where, you know, if you want something to sustain itself, you have mm -hmm. to know that there's a role that you must play in that, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah. the selfless act when you say, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and make sure that I show up the way that I need to, because honestly, God's going to show up the way that he, he needs yeah. to, yeah. you know, he's never going to shortchange you. So it's like, why shortchange a person who's never going to shortchange you? That's going yeah. to give you way more above and beyond that you could possibly ever give to him. So why not do your best to make sure that, you know, you're, you're doing what you're called to do, what you're mm -hmm. asked to do, you know, which is typically not a whole lot compared to what he's going mm -hmm. to give you in return. Right. You know, typically the things that we refuse to give up, me specifically, uh, the things that I refuse to give up are detrimental to my well-being if mm -hmm. I were to maintain those things long term. Mm -hmm. It's always me looking at the here and now, not realizing that, oh, the here and now, that's all it is. There's some things that are ahead that are going to get worse, you know, and then mm -hmm. that's where God steps in and says, you know, let go of this thing. I got something for you. I just need you to trust me on it, you know, because here's the thing. If he gives us the vision of what's going to happen in the future, what are we going to do as humans? We're going to be like, OK, let me go ahead and shift this around. You know, okay. I, can, I can change this. No one. Right. Well, you know, we need to sit down somewhere. We are not right. all in control of everything. And I know that that's something that God has worked with me on time and time again. It's like you don't have to take on all of the all these burdens. You you right. don't. Because guess what? Look, look at what's happening to right. you right now years later because you've been keeping up with that pattern but when I you know it's when I told him hey I'm laying down my will yeah me how you want me to use <laughs> be used whatever it's all in your hands now I was able to sit back and every time something happens my mind is like oh shiny go do this go and then I sit back like no shiny that's you talking that's right. the old you talking. That's not the current you who said, God, you can you can handle this. Right. You know? And there's a feeling that you can feel when you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing and that you should be giving over to God. Mm -hmm. But you have to come into agreement with God's will first in order for that to happen yeah. because it can be very faint in the background. So my goodness, my That's goodness. Good. So yeah. So I asked you what was your favorite song? If you had a song, gospel song to describe. Yeah. Mary Mary. Yeah. Um, I love Mary Mary. So <laughs> what, what is it about? It's the God in me. Yeah. So Mary Mary's song, The God in Me, is my favorite. And I feel like it describes my life. Not because, not because, you know, they're Mary Mary or the nice beat, but the lyrics in there. And there's one part that they mentioned. And they said, what you don't see is when I get behind closed doors, I fall on my knees. And what you can't see is uh, pretty much they're saying that they're praying. You know, you don't know how, how much I prayed and how much I gave. And it's the God in me. So that just, I can just relate to that. Like, like as I mentioned, everything that I've been through and I still, you know, just keep the faith and I still try to just, you know, be kind and loving and showing the fruits of the spirit. And it's the God in me. I don't take any prayer. That's God in, you know, the God in me. So that's why I really like that scripture, that song. Yeah. 
Good, good. I love that. You know, it's the song is a whole testimony, you know, mm -hmm. for those people who are looking at another person from the outside in and placing judgment on them or thinking that they had like needs, not really knowing that, hey, there's yeah. a pain that comes along with this these beautiful things that you're saying yeah. about me, there's pain behind this smile that's, mm. that was once there. You, you know, you can show up and smile, and but there's a story behind yeah. the smile. It's not like you just woke up and you just been blessed all your life. It's like, yes, I'm blessed because I'm living, but also I've endured some storms mm -hmm. and those storms tried to take me out, but I'm victorious, you know, mm -hmm. and I want to be a representation of what God has done in my life because when you give him the glory, you know, mm -hmm. he's going to continue to show yeah. up because you're acknowledging that this couldn't have been me, you know, right. who got this thing. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, way, which leads me back to the uh, Luke 137, you know, yeah. God, nothing is impossible. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. All things are possible. Goodness, goodness. So, I know that you're an entrepreneur as well. So tell us about what you do and, and how, you know, how God has shaped you in that area of what you're doing. Okay. Well, I am, like Shani said, an entrepreneur and I just let God lead me. I am a certified life coach. And so what I do in my life coaching is I inspire individuals to change and to take whatever situation they they are in and change their mindset and take steps to living a better life and I was I chose that field because I was going through a hard time and I, I myself saw a life coach and I honestly I didn't have the best experience and I was like wow well I was like okay God if you guide me you lead me I want to make sure Whoever comes to me has a good experience, and uh, I believe I'm doing just that, you know. So, yeah, um, I'm also a, an author, so I have um, my ebook level up is on Amazon. That just really came to sorry <laughs> to position because um, it was going into a new year, and God just really was speaking to me like level up like now's the time to get your things in order and just help people other people to just write their list make it plain and then pick those steps in action so next year or next month you know we won't be in the same position so yeah awesome awesome so look at you writing a book being a life coach a mom you know really walking in your purpose and whatever stage you're at, because when I think about purpose, I think of them in stages. It's like, you're not at the only, the last final stage. It's yeah. like, there's so many different things that are about to come into your life where you just elevate, elevate, elevate. Yeah. And um, just even over the past couple of days, I've been hearing speed, things are going to happen quickly. And I feel like that is your word as well. You know, some things are going to happen very quickly for you in this world um, because of your obedience. You know, God hears everything. He sees everything. And, you know, he's going to make sure that you are put on display, mm -hmm. put on display for whatever the enemy tried to take away from you. 
you know, so I just, I just really feel something powerful moving in your life. And I'm going to go grab me a copy of Level Up. Y'all, I'm going to make sure that I put the links to her Instagram page, Facebook page, as well as a book, um, all in the description box. So in that way you can connect with this. You'll mm-hmm. also hear this podcast um, on all the podcast platforms, Spotify, Anchor, um, Google, can't think of Apple, um, mm-hmm. as well as my YouTube channel. So all of that information will be out there. Um, you're a very inspiring individual. Is there anything else Thank that you, you can think of that you would like to speak to the people out there? Yes. I just want to tell everyone listening, don't give up. And don't believe the report of like the negative reports from my doctors or the news. They might say we're in a recession, but you can trust God and, and say you're not going to receive that word because listen, that's what I do. <laughs> and I speak life like God is going to make a way no matter what season they say we in, because we serve a God who, a God of overflow. So that that's my word to the people. Just don't give up and trust God. Yes, yes. I have to snap my fingers. Overflow. Yes, Lord. Rain down. That's a yeah. rain. I love it. I love it. And we're going to keep giving you all the glory, all the praise, and just really doing exactly what it is that you called us to do. Yes. It feels good when you just show up doing what you're supposed to do in an obedience, like just in yourself. Right. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Um, I look forward to testimony from where you're at right now to where you'll be at the end of the year because I feel it's something good brewing so love to have you back for another episode. Um, Not sure what that's going to look like just yet, but we'll, we'll stay in touch. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. You.